Welcome to PLSJ's podcast, where the Public Library of Steubenville in Jefferson County shares with you our favorite quirky questions, finds out what leaders in our community are reading, interviews local authors, and so much more. This podcast is part of the Ask Us series, where the reference librarian shares answers to some of our favorite questions from the past and provides information on topics you've pondered but didn't know who to ask. Now you do. Hello, this is your reference librarian, J.L. Lash. I'm here with another episode of I'm Sorry I Asked. In this episode, we're going to be sorry that we asked about the connection between the Civil War, Mary Had a Little Lamb, and Thanksgiving. So the Civil War, we can't mention that collection without highlighting something that is new at our library. And that is our Civil War collection. In our Shapper branch, in the reference department, we have an extensive collection of books on the Civil War. These were started by donations from the estates of patrons, but have been supplemented with new books that we've acquired and other donations. They follow a variety of topics from the Confederate Navy to biographies of generals to accounts of some of the major battles and a lot of other topics. But they all circulate, even though they're housed in the reference department. So if you're interested in the Civil War and want something to read, come check out our Shapa branch and check out our Civil War collection. Now, among the books in our Civil War collection is a book called Hardtack and Coffee about camp life. And camp life in the Civil War, as for soldiers, well, there have been a lot of accounts from soldiers, and we do indeed have several of them in our collection. But one thing that people wonder about is what the soldiers ate. Now, the very mention of hardtack and coffee gives you an idea of two of the staples, for that soldiers were indeed issued coffee, and they were indeed issued hardtack. Hardtack is a simple flour and water biscuit, which, well, the texture you can figure out from the name, and was generally, it was better than nothing. Um, soldiers found they often had to soak it in something like their coffee or water or, or break it up to make it palatable, which led to another issue is because this stuff was stored and then transported and before it was issued to the troops and often in warehouses that may not have been exactly sealed, when you broke it up into your coffee, you would often have to skim off the weevils so that it had taken up residence inside the biscuit. Nobody ever said that it was easy. Also, you had various salt meats, pork among those. In camp, if it could get to you, you, they would often issue the soldiers fresh meat if they were lucky, usually in lower quantities than the salt meat. Um, dried vegetables, peas were foremost among these. And often there would be a sutler who was a merchant in camp who was authorized to sell to the soldiers. And soldiers figured out ways to use all these things together, sometimes pulling their rations together to 
make it a little more palatable. You know, if you could get your hands on some salt or pepper from the sutler, you could make the meal a lot more palatable. One meal that the soldiers did get that was a little bit better came on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was for some familiar because it wasn't a federal holiday at the beginning of the war, but a lot of states, among them Massachusetts, had been celebrating regular days of Thanksgiving, sometimes on a year-to-year -year basis where the governor would declare this day is a, will be a day of Thanksgiving. And of course, Massachusetts continued to do so because of the Plymouth Colony being there. But it wasn't a federal holiday, like we're familiar with that. That was until a woman named Sarah Josepha Hale, known as the mother of Thanksgiving, got herself involved. Sarah Josepha Hale lived from 1788 to 1879, and she was a writer. The thing most people today are familiar with that she wrote was a nursery rhyme, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Another thing that she wrote were letters. Sarah decided that a day of Thanksgiving should be a federal holiday. And so she wrote to all of the governors of all the states and, of course, to the President of the United States. Well, eventually, one of those letters did get to the President of the United States, a man named Abraham Lincoln. Some say it was in the wake of the Battle of Gettysburg, which was a Union victory, or maybe Lincoln just decided that the country needed something. And so on October 3rd in 1863, Lincoln declared that the last Thursday in November would be a federally mandated day of Thanksgiving. So the soldiers, at least on the Union side, of course, were given a little bit of extra rations and were able to celebrate this new federal holiday, which, of course, spread to the Confederate states after the war, though obviously some of the Confederate states, most notably Texas, were reluctant to celebrate what they considered a Yankee holiday. But eventually people got together in this country and decided that, hey, it's a holiday and there's food. So why not? Now, when it comes to the food, that's a little bit different too, because we're not sure exactly what was eaten at that first Thanksgiving in the Plymouth Colony, but it probably wasn't turkey. It was probably venison, possibly duck, or other things, but there could have been turkey. Turkey didn't get associated to, with Thanksgiving until in 1841, a man named Alexander Young wrote a book called Chronicles of the Pilgrim Forefathers, and it was he that first speculated that turkey could have been on the menu. And that's when turkey began to be associated with Thanksgiving. So when you sit down and enjoy your Thanksgiving dinner, if you decide that maybe you don't want turkey and maybe you'd like some venison or duck or whatever, I don't think Sarah Josepha Hale, Abraham Lincoln, or Alexander Young would mind in the least. And I hope you're not sorry you asked. Have a question you want the answer to? Visit the library's website at steubenvillelibrary.org or email the reference department at shapabranch 
at seolibraries.org. That's S-C-H-I-A-P-P-A-B-R-A-N-C-H at S-E-O-L-I-B-R-A-R-I-E-S dot org.